Welcome to Social Media News. I'm Ilana Penderose. Australian TV and radio personality Eddie Maguire is suing Facebook after his image was used in a fake advertisement for Viagra. He told Carl and Jackie O on Sydney's Kiss FM how he found out about the ad. Well, it's it's, it's always the case, you know, with the radio, got people listen to the shows, but um, a couple of Collingwood people rang me up as well and said, have you seen this? And uh, I had at that stage, this was uh, just on Sunday, and then uh, it took off yesterday, and and, uh, of course, with... Subsequently, with the legal people getting into it, they found out that uh, part of it's come through some mob in Panama and, uh, and mm. then through a, uh, a web-based site out of New York City. So, uh, you know, so people are kind of a bit of trouble to, to you know, muddy the waters on this type of stuff. Uh, but it's, uh, if, you, you know, if you read it, it's got a, a lot of uh, uh, pretty accurate stuff regarding the footy show. A lot, you know, it looks it, legit. It, uh, yeah. it looks legit. You know, they put in... Uh, CQ magazine or GQ magazine rather, and uh, uh, you know, so when you look at it, 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 it sort of takes on. And, and as you guys know, uh, internationally, people don't know the difference or uh, or whatever. And you, only, you see with the, even these Nigerian scams that go around, you only need a couple of people to tumble in, and that's the job done. So yeah, we've got to mm. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to be well, the first? I'm a, I'm a... Will you be the first to stew over this, or has someone done it before you? Well, again, Jackie, you know, we mentioned to happen, you, you hear that I, one of the guys on my radio show this morning came in and said that there was somebody in Great Britain, I think, going through a similar situation who might be, a, a, you know, a couple of days or a week ahead of where we are. So uh, right. I think now that uh, Zuckerberg has got up in front of uh, on Capitol Hill last week and sort of started to take some responsibility for what uh, Facebook had, uh, had been doing, people started to jump on and say, right, enough's enough, we, we're not going to get bullied by this anymore. And I think that's the case. Uh, Facebook, they're a massive international company. And if they're going to hit down uh, you know, news, news highway, well, you know, you've got to play by the same rules as everybody else. So. Totally. Facebook has launched a sleep mode feature for their Messenger Kids app, which allows parents to set predetermined off times for the app on a child's device. In a statement on their newsroom website, Facebook said... You can set different times for weekends versus weekdays. Once you set the limits, the child will not be able to use the app during those hours. When the app is in sleep mode, kids cannot send or receive messages or video calls, play with the creative camera or receive notifications. If they try to open the app, they'll see a message telling them that it's in sleep mode and to come back later. Parents can access all of their controls from the Messenger Kids controls in the main Facebook app. In addition to sleep mode, Parents can add and remove contacts, delete the child's account, or create a new account right from the control panel. In other Facebook news, the company has announced that it is eliminating the platform fee on all fundraisers for personal causes, which will take effect over the coming weeks. In the same update, the social media giant says that people will now be able to match donations to their non-profit fundraiser, and it will also introduce new categories such as family, faith, travel, and volunteering. Twitter has updated its privacy policy. In an email sent to its users on the 27th of April, the company said that it's made some changes ahead of the new data protection laws that are due to take effect next month. The statement says that there are now one set of terms for both Twitter and Periscope and that users must have rights to the content they share on both platforms. The new terms and privacy policy will take effect on May the 25th, 2018. Twitter says that by using their services on or after that date, you'll be agreeing to their updates. 
The statement also says, remember, you can use the controls we highlight in our updated policy to limit the information we collect about you or how we use it. You can also choose to deactivate your Twitter account. You have the final say about whether and how we process your personal data. Twitter says the update includes more focus on the controls we offer you over your personal data, more focus on how Twitter shares your public data broadly and instantly, including through our developer tools, more transparency and control over how we share your data with business partners, and more clarity about how we share your data to prevent harm, comply with law, serve the public interest, and keep Twitter safe and welcoming for everyone. Instagram has also updated its privacy policy, sending an email to its users on the 25th of April saying that they have to agree to the updates to continue using Instagram. Under the headline, Updates to our Terms and Data Policy, the company clarifies that it has been owned by Facebook since 2012 and that from now on, Instagram's terms will reflect that Facebook is responsible for the company. The statement says, we updated our intellectual property licenses, but your rights aren't changing. You still own your photos and videos. We updated how we use information to show activity on Instagram so people can see when you've interacted with an ad the same way we do on a regular post. We also have a new data policy that explains how data is collected, shared and used in the Facebook products, including Instagram. The policy addresses newer features like stories, direct messaging, activity status and the creative tools in our cameras. We wanted to make sure you knew about this new information in the policy. We receive different kinds of information from your device, like how you tap and scroll, which can help distinguish humans from bots and detect fraud. We can use and share information for research, especially in ways that help us keep our community safe on Instagram like to understand and prevent bullying and harassment. The policy has more information about what we collect from your activity and our partners, how we connect information across the Facebook companies and personalize your experience, including ads. We provide ads without telling advertisers who you are. The policy has more information about what we do share with advertisers and partners. We never sell your data. Because the policy also covers Facebook, it includes information about facial recognition. We don't use facial recognition technology on Instagram. If we introduce it, we'll let you know and give you a choice. Still on Instagram, and users can now download a copy of all of their Instagram photos at once. The tool, called Data Download, is only available on desktop at the moment. To use it, go to Settings, Privacy and Security, and then Request Download. Instagram then prompts you to enter your email address and password saying, we'll email you a link to a file with your photos, comments, profile information and more. We can only work on one request from your account at a time and it may take up to 48 hours to collect this data and send it to you. Instagram has also announced an update to Instagram stories with users now able to upload multiple photos and videos to a story all at once. To do this, go to Upload Media and you'll see a new icon at the top right corner of your screen. Tap it to begin selecting up to 10 photos or videos from your gallery. On the Edit screen, you'll see a preview of all the media you've selected lined up at the bottom. You can tap each one to edit individually with stickers, text and all the other creative tools in Instagram Stories. 
When you're done, all of the photos and videos in your preview will upload at once in the order you selected them. The update also includes a location suggestion feature. When you upload a photo, the location sticker will suggest places from near where your media was captured. All of the updates are available on Android already and will be coming to iOS in the coming weeks. Snapchat have decided to give spectacles another try, with the company launching the second generation of the unpopular glasses. The updates include a better camera, the ability to take photos, and water resistance for $149.99 US. Spectacles still capture photos and videos in the circular format, although this time everything is in HD. Snapchat's first generation of spectacles sold poorly after the initial hype, with Snap reportedly writing off $40 million worth of unsold stock. There is now a Tinder for trans people called Transder. The app says that it's a dating and social community for transgender people and their admirers. The statement on their website, transderapp.com, also says, The platform is totally free now. We are a warm-hearted community. Here you can feel comfortable without any judgment. As a transgender person, it is very difficult for you to find reliable friends and partners. With this Transder dating app, you could make it happen easily. It works like Tinder, and it's for trans people only. The main features of Transter include no real names needed. Choose a favorite nickname, voice chat, message chat, and send private photos instantly to keep privacy. Like or pass suggested members easily. And search people nearby or use the advanced search to find ideal matches. On to Pinterest news, and pinners can now search for beauty ideas by skin tone. In a statement titled, Building a More Inclusive Way to Search, Pinterest says, according to a Pinterest study, 70% of people use Pinterest to discover and save everyday looks and styles that they want to try. With more than 8 billion beauty and hair ideas saved, we've been testing a new feature to help pinners more easily find relevant beauty ideas in search. Today, we're starting to roll out the beta version, which enables you to narrow beauty results by a skin tone range. We're starting with four palettes, and each represents a range of skin tones. As our technology improves and we gather more feedback from pinners, we plan to expand the ranges to more skin tones. It's important that pinners know we respect their privacy. That's why if you tap a skin tone range, we do not store this information or use it to build a profile for you. This means you'll need to tap a skin tone range each time you search. We also don't use this information to target ads. We do not attempt to predict our users' personal information, such as ethnicity. The app has also announced changes to their platform to make it easier for people who are blind or visually impaired to use Pinterest. The updates include color contrast sensitivity improvements to make color palettes more readable and easier on the eyes, which is especially helpful, Pinterest says, for pinners with sensitivity to bright colors and those who have low vision. The company also says they have focus indicators to help people with mobility or visual differences use a keyboard or another device to navigate to see which part of the site is in focus. Pinterest says that it is in the middle of updating its iOS platform with these changes and that it will be doing the same thing for Android users soon. I'm Ilana Penderose and you're now up to date.